folks, this is Sam Whitfield, and welcome to uh, the Thursday edition of the Auto Podcast. This is going to be a uh, long episode. This is the first Thursday edition of the show that I've actually done uh, simulcasting live on YouTube. And uh, usually the Thursday shows don't get political at all. But, uh, this one was an exception. Uh, for those who haven't fallen what's been going on for the past month or so, uh, my friend Chuck Boris, friend of show, previous guest, um, uncovered a case of stolen valor, uh, with Owen Benjamin's, uh, opening act. And, uh, he's been documenting that on his YouTube channel. And, um, as it turns out, uh, a lot of Owen's fans are, uh, now attacking Chuck for exposing this, uh, dirty little secret. So, this podcast was basically a one hour and thirty minute, uh, take version of me basically saying, I believe Chuck. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to bring up Owen too much on this podcast, but I will say this, just in the intro, I really did used to like Owen Benjamin, um, at one point. I liked it when he did, uh, family, I liked it when he did relationship humor, um, and just piano jokes in general, but, uh, then this whole, you know, n-word this and faggot that, it all just became a little too much for me, and, um, I'm just not so sure I dig that anymore, and I, I certainly don't dig the fact that he's become a big moon landing conspiracy theorist which I cover a little bit in this podcast as well. It's just, he's not the same guy anymore, folks. He really isn't. Um, With that being said, I, folks, I hope he gets help and he can really turn his life around. I really do. But, uh, you know, I won't stop criticizing him or anyone else uh, where I see fit. So, uh, anyway, that's, uh, the Thursday edition of the podcast. Um, real quick, we do have one, uh, sponsor to get out of the way, and then we'll, uh, get on to the show. So, in that way, folks, like I said, it's going to be a long, uh, episode, but I hope you, uh, I hope you kind of enjoy it. I try to be humorous in this episode somewhat, but, uh... Nevertheless, folks, it is kind of a heavy uh, show this Thursday, so just be prepared. Thanks for listening and supporting the show as always, and uh, enjoy. Thanks for listening. Thank you.
Alrighty, good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Whitfield Report, Thursday edition. Or I guess you could say good morning, uh, depending on what time you're watching this, because it is almost 3 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time here when I'm recording this. And um, not a whole lot to talk about here. I do have some clips I want to play. Thursday podcasts are usually uh, more casual. Usually I don't even do Thursday podcasts live. I usually do those um, audio only. Again, please subscribe to the Whitfield Report on uh, Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your audio podcasts from. That really uh, helps me out. Um, But regardless... I felt it was important for me to do this as a live stream because uh, my friend Chuck Boris, God bless him, is a great guy. He's been on my show twice now, both times we've talked about music and parodies, and he's just not our own great guy. But he, uh, ever since he started inve- investigating this whole whole uh, stolen Val- Valor case with uh, Eric Nimmer, he's been getting lots of pushback. Now, on the one hand, I can kind of understand why that would be the case. You're accusing a guy of stealing Valor. And... Uh, you know, that's a serious accusation. But based on what I've seen, Chuck got the documentation proving that Eric Nimmer did not serve in the Marines. He did enlist, yes, but it appears from the documentation that Chuck's received that he did not actually serve a full tour, let alone four, as Nimmer has claimed. Now, for those of you who don't know what the hell I'm talking about, uh, let me explain this whole situation. So, Eric Nimmer is the opening act for Owen Benjamin. Owen Benjamin, as you know, I used to be part of the uh, Unbearables. And uh, then I left because, well, simply put, I got, I got pushed out of the Unbearables. Or at least that's what it felt like to me. Uh, first, there was the whole controversy with uh, Eric Nimmer's fans accusing my buddy uh, Neary of racism, even though uh, Neary roasted Nimmer in a fair roast battle. Which, by the way, we'll be. Uh, I'm not sure if we will be getting Neary back, but 
If any of you are curious as to who this John uh, Neary guy, guy is, I do have an interview uh, that I did with him up on my channel from a, from a few months ago. Um, both Chuck and Neary are, are, are outstanding guys. And they've went, been lambasted by this never guy. Not to mention Canabare has also been picked on by Nimmer, or the, the artist formerly known as Canabare. Excuse me. Now look, if Nimmer can prove that he did in fact serve, if he can come out with his DD-214, I, along with everyone else, will drop this. I will apologize to Nimmer, I will thank him for his service, if he did in fact serve. But so far, the results that Chuck has got have been inconclusive. They have not shown that this... Uh, they've shown that Nimmer did in fact not serve a full uh, tour, let alone four. He has no 27 confirmed care. So, uh, Jacob, John is... Well, I don't want to say uh, too much, but John is doing well. He's doing well, well enough. Um... So, yeah, he's, he's doing good. Thanks for, thanks for asking. Um, so Chuck, so Chuck, what he's doing, I don't see it as being unethical or immoral or anything. If Nimmer is a Marine, if he did serve, don't just show us your medals. Please show the proper documentation. And I'm not the only one asking this. There are more and more veterans, actual veterans, coming out and asking for him to do this. Yeah, yeah, Jacob, I, uh, I miss his smile, I miss, uh, Neary's smiling mug, too. And, uh, hello to you, too, Jolly. So, that's all we're asking for, folks, is for Nimmer to produce his DD-214. Why is that so hard? And furthermore, if... Nimmer has nothing to hide, then why are people going after Chuck and accusing Chuck of being a bad guy? Chuck's just asking questions. Isn't that what citizens are supposed to do? Isn't that what citizen journalists are supposed to do? Ask the tough question? Now, honestly, even when I was a bear, I have to admit, I never really liked Eric Nimmer's comedy, and I, I told that to him once on a stream. I didn't 
like his comedy at all, but I still was tolerant of him. I respected him enough. Neary, though, see what you have to understand, the whole Neary Nimmer situation, that was simply a roast battle battle. That's all it was. It wasn't supposed to be this whole big dramatic thing. And John feel John feels bad, somewhat I think, that this whole thing got started because of a stupid roast battle. John has nothing to apologize for either. Neither does Kana, neither does Chuck. No one in the DZ did anything to hurt Nimmer or Owen Benjamin or anything. I've, cer I've certainly done nothing wrong. Heck, if anyone watches my channel, most of the time I just do politics and current events. I know that Revenge of the Sis, ROTC, I, I know that they go after uh, people on YouTube. I know that they parody and criticize people. That's fine. That's their gig. Good on them. They've been good to me so far, although, you know, they've even trolled me in some, you know, funny instances. But that's their gig. You want to know, um, folks? Do you want to do you want to know who I am? This is basically me in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen. This is me. I'm I'm a I'm har I'm pretty much harmless. Oh, if okay. Okay, now this now the soundboard is loading. Or or Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just a news and commentary guy. I'm pretty conservative and uh all around though I'm a pretty Good and decent island dude. Well, what? Wait, let me let me explain something to you. Um, I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. You know uh, that, or uh, his dudeness, or uh, duder, or uh, you know El Duderino. If you're not into the whole brevity thing. Most harmless man on wheels. Well, I appreciate that, Jolly. I really do. So, and, and believe me, I, I can I can get savage. Uh, past few months makes me pretty savage. So, let's play a couple clips, shall we? The other thing I want to clarify for audio listeners is that this whole thing with Owen Benjamin. Let me let me explain something to Owen Benjamin. People think I have it out for Owen. Let me be honest. I don't. I don't hate Owen. I wish him well. 
But I have to say, I think this whole moon landing conspiracy theory is pretty stupid. I think out of all the conspiracy theories out there, the moon landing is the most pointless one uh, to theorize about. You want to know why? Because even if the moon landing was faked, okay, Owen, let's go with that premise. Let's say that the moon landing was faked. So the fuck what? Like, why do you... Here's what I want to know, and why do you why do you care so damn much about the moon landing? Here's something you might want to know, Mr. 147IQ. It was the fucking Cold War when we went to the moon. The race to the moon was about beating the goddamn Russians and the Soviets. We did land on the moon and there's inconclusive proof. But even if we didn't, it was to... Let's go with that example. Even if we didn't land on the moon, it was to beat the Russians and to beat communism in the ideological war. You always say that socialism ends in death and starvation and genocide. Well, guess what communism is, Buster? Starvation and genocide. So the government, even if you're right, it was an ideological war that we were fighting. It would have been justified propaganda if the moon landing was fake. So, you better, you better change your tune about the moon landing, but you won't. Anyway, it's a stupid conspiracy theory. Why do you go after something uh, more prevalent, like uh, Big Pharma drugging our uh, kids and putting them on Ritalin and the schools and whatnot? How about going after actual, uh, actual conspiracy theories? I'm not a conspiracy theory guy either, but I'm just saying that if you have to go into conspiracies, go into the ones worthwhile. At least. Yeah, he cares because he's attempting to capture the attention of various right-wing circles on the internet. Yeah. Rob, you're absolutely right. And, uh, welcome to the, uh, Whitfield Report. Welcome to the Savage Lands. Here's another thing to Owen, although I doubt he's even watching this. I did like him when he did relationship comedy. That was good. Why didn't you keep doing that? Oh, because that wasn't getting any traction on the web. Also, why are, you, why are you attacking everyone on the internet now? You're even attacking amateur comedians. Like, uh, Joe Ural. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna let that go. I'm not going to let the whole Joe Yule thing. I don't have the screenshot anymore, but for those of you who are curious, uh, Owen Benjamin pretty much maligned a disabled comedian named Joe Yule. I might try and get him on the show at some point. And uh, basically made really bad wheelchair puns about Joe. 
He might even still have it on his Instagram. If he does, I'll... I'll grab a screenshot. And, uh... Post it on... My blog or something. I don't know. So, Owen's now going after, uh... Sam Triple A, too. I don't know who... To be honest, I really don't know uh, how much... I really don't know that much about Sam Triple A. To be honest. But from what I've heard, he used to be friends with Owen, just like Joe Rogan was, allegedly, although Owen is now saying that he was never friends with Joe Rogan. Even though Joe Rogan is the whole entire reason why I know about Owen now, in the first place, let me replay for you this clip of Joe Rogan trying to help Owen Benjamin. This was the show in which I first discovered Owen. This was also the show where I admi- where I first admired Joe Rogan for his ability to uh, critique his uh, comedian friends and help Wayne give them guidance. Now, I know some people in the audience might not like Joe Rogan. I do. I'm not a fanboy. I know he has flaws, but all in all, Rogan seems to be more one of the one of the more uh, real people in media, next to uh, Adam Carolla and Dennis Miller in terms of comedy. So this is a clip of Rogan giving a uh, critique of Owen's behavior on social media. And this is also the first show where I uh, actually discovered who Owen is. So uh, enjoy this. Uh, Clip number one, roll roll the tape. Oh, actually, I'm going to, that's right, I'm going to have to go into, uh, I'm going to have to screen share this, actually. So, hang on a sec while I get the, uh, clip queued up. This is, uh, from Joe Rogan's clip channel. Okay. There we are. Full screen. Yeah, I know I'm I I know I'm not as smooth as uh ROTC. Sorry about that. Okay. Are we good? We're good. I really do. But you are the worst representative of yourself on social media. I'm a bad it's, lawyer it's, it's of myself. A, it's a bad form of getting out tricky ideas. It's a bad form. It's just right. not good. I mean, now it's, what is it, 280 now, 280 characters? It's better than it was. 140 was re- very rough. Like, 140, you'd have to, you know, you have to really think about what you're saying. It's like you're yelling, like, as you're falling into a well. You yeah. have, like, one sentence. But you, you are, without a doubt, addicted. And I know you bailed yeah. on your phone for a while, and you went to a flip, flip phone. Flip phone, yeah. 
but I see these manic tweets from you, and I, I just want to go hang out with you and go, dude, what are you doing? Like, yeah. why are you constantly tweeting and attacking people? And it's like sometimes the chaos helps me. I oh my god, Rogan is so horrible for uh, you know giving a friendly critique to Owen. You know, God forbid Joe asks Owen what his thought process is on Twitter. This is what a lot of the uh, bear cultists are complaining about when they talk about Joe Rogan. This right here. You're right. I mean, you're right. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not challenging that statement, but, like, I see it as almost like an idea sonar where you're just like... I I get that. I get yeah. that, but I get that because I know you. And yeah, I know yeah, you're yeah. a really good dude in real life. Thanks, man. So... Okay, now I wonder how Joe, I wonder if I were to ask, ask Joe now, in 2019, hey Joe, do you think Owen is a, is a good guy? I'm genuinely curious to know what Joe's response would be, because Owen sure as heck doesn't think Joe is a good guy anymore. So, I mean, it works both ways, Owen. But when I see this online and I, I see these blurting outpost, just outbreak posts, they're just, they're just like, blah, like you got <laughs> mental diarrhea. <laughs> I mean, just let me see if I can throw the word nigger in here for a goof. Let me see if I can, right. you know, say something that's going to piss people off. And it's just, there's this weird thing you're doing, like this Jesselneck thing. Like you just yeah. decided to attack Anthony Jesselneck. No, I'll tell you this. Did he attack you? No, what happened was someone said that, uh, they had heard I, he said I was alt-right, which mm -hmm. is like the new insult. People can believe that. They no. could believe that you were alt-right. But if... Okay, this is another thing that Owen keeps going on and on. Even now, every time he brings up Joe Rogan, how would Joe Rogan side with them and believe that I'm alt-right? Well, Owen, Joe gave you your answer a few months ago, and I'm about ready to replay it for you. If but someone tells how them it's and like they read one right. of your outrageous tweets, just right. one or two of them, they would go, oh, this guy's an alt-right comedian. And then they see you with certain people that you've had podcasts with and talked to that might also be lumped in. You mean ridiculously so, like Jordan Peterson. They lump him into Right, right. right No, I got you. It doesn't make any sense, but they do it. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, I've had people on that people think are alt-right. I mean, people, this, people are fucking crazy. I mean, there's people out there that think Ben Shapiro is anti-Semitic. That's how that's how nutty oh, people are. Oh, I know. Are. There's no there's no logic at all. Like right now, Mark. Now, here's the funny thing. If you've paid attention to Owen's uh, streams or anything that he's been doing lately, he now thinks that Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro are both uh, evil, and that they're both uh, wizards or something, which we'll get to the whole wizardry thing, too. I'm not so sure I understand Owen's whole concept of wizardry, either. But then again, I don't have a 147 IQ. Okay, I'm smart. That's the other thing. Owen, why bring up your IQ? Like, I know, I know people who have high IQs who are stupid. Like, they're book smart. But they're stupid people. And I don't know, but based on your angry behavior and how you lash out at everyone who even disagrees with you, you could be one of those people. You could be.
Then again, I, I could be wrong, but I'm certainly not lying to borrow a phrase of yours. Martin Luther King Jr. would be considered alt-right by certain crazy people. He would probably have adjusted his views, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, his views had probably changed knowing all that we know about people today. And I mean, he would be a different person. You've got to think, that guy growing up in the 1950s and then you know being into the 60s, as uh, the most important civil rights activist of all time, he was dealing with a completely different world, man. I mean, yeah. there was no social media. There was there, there was not much consolidated power. It was probably very difficult to get people to march once they started sicking dogs on people and blowing fire hoses on them. I mean, you had to be, you you had less protection then. You Way had to less. be. He'd had to be more more rigid and conservative then, just because people would have to be like just very careful. I mean, that's like. You know, we, we talked about this recently. I guess it was with, was it Daniele Bellelli we were talking about, about how recently slavery was. Was it him? Was it Daniele? Might have been. Either way, um, it's that's a crazy small amount of time. Crazy. Like 200 years ago. And it's been existed for like tens of thousands of years. And that there's more slavery in the world today because there's more people alive today. Yeah. It's kind of tricky. But there's less percentage of people that are slaves. Right. Yeah, so but, it's kind of misleading when people say there's more slavery. There's way more people. That's a good point. Yeah. There's, there's more, more everything. Way, 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 way more people. And there's way more crazy people, and now they all have internet access. Yeah, because I was looking at this thing where they were trying to trace... Yeah, like you, bucko. You know, you've heard about that um, new species of human that they found, I think, around somewhere okay. in the range of Russia. And what fucking freaked me out they were talking about how long ago this was i between here and like yeah. west hills yeah probably more probably and that's more why people. we have such a, a vicious uh instinct yeah because at that point it's just i think it got down to like ten thousand people at one point yeah that We're was just, what i was reading the article about it was also talking about um in sumatra and we talked about this anything to him so i just right. so i just posted that and said he got he has liposuction in his ass because i thought um, so I just right. so I just posted that instincts the same instincts that are like, if if you can't eat your dog right now, right. you're gonna die. Right. right oh, so right. anyway, with the Jesnick thing, uh, so what happened? So I just went on his and he had already blocked me and I had, had never written anything to him. So I just right. so so Jesnick pulled a you before you became the current you, Owen. Now for those who don't. No, what Owen does, who listen to my podcast, he's been he's been doing this really crazy thing of just blocking people who disagree with him in his streams. Now he's actually got this whole like subscription paywall thing where I guess in order to even enter his chat now, you have to be a paid subscriber. But um, anyway. That's brand new. And granted, my channel's over at only at 115, and I'm still growing. But even so, that seems really shitty to do. Just as a practice. So I just posted that and said he, got, he has liposuction in his ass because I thought that was funny. Because I didn't want to go too big. I was like... But why even do that? Like, who gives a shit if he blocks you? I, I just thought it was funny. Right, but you're attacking him publicly. This is the thing. It's like you have, like, how many 
thousands of Twitter followers you have. Like 120,000? That's a lot of fucking people. So a, hun- a lot. But he's a strong tw- man. Like, there's dudes that have messed with me that, way crazier recently. a strong man, like, that's got to sting. There's got to be, like, this disturbance of peace and tranquility for no reason. Just because he blocked you. You're yeah. Like, what do you give a shit if you block? I hope you block. Jeselnik, I like you. Go block me, buddy. I love him. He's a good guy. <laughs> he's a great he's, joke writer. He's a funny guy, man. This is the problem. Is that like I'm a colleague of his. I'm at the comedy store with him all the time. Yeah. We go on back and forth next to each other all the time, and you know, there's like you should attack someone when they do something really bad. But see, I'm, but you know I, what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Like the sheath sword until you absolutely need it. Yeah. I'm all about that. And I. I wasn't like full attack mode though. That's I, I pretty I being, attack mode. I was being playful. The war has started. You're talking about <laughs> him getting liposuction, talking about him being gay, and you're talking about uh, you said a bunch of different well, things. No, about but that's him. after he said I was alt. In response, he said that I'm an alt right, third rate piano comic, and I was like, dude, I just did a, a liposuction joke. Mm. It, but the right, thing but, is, I'm not even mad at the guy at all. Like, but I, one then you again do a terrible job of representing yourself. Then. That's a good point because it seems to me, even I had a text you. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I know. And by the way, this? I just want to give you a compliment. Uh, I love that you're more critical offline. Like you're one of the few people right now in this world that's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? I love, you. but online. You're chill. Well, and so many people are the opposite. They attack online and apologize in the DM. And you're, I just want to say that that's good leadership qualities. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. <laughs> but I'm not trying to be a leader. I just try to be a, a good person. I think right. if you, you have an issue with someone, you should do. You- so that was, uh, I don't want to play the whole quip because I'll probably get the stream taken down or uh, something. I'm hoping we're still live. Uh, let me, let me go back to my screen here and check. Yet we're still alive. Um, yeah. Anyway, like I said, I don't understand why he... I mean, I understand why he attacks people now, but again, people who are following Owen clearly haven't seen that clip in a long time. That's the evil Joe Rogan. Right, right there. That's the evil Joe Rogan expressing concern for his uh, friend at the time. Now, let's go to a more recent clip. This is from uh, a day or two ago when uh, Owen attacked comedian Sam Tripoli. Again, as I mentioned at the top of the stream, I really don't know who uh, Sam Tripoli is. I know that he's a comedian. Like, I've heard his name, but I don't know his material that much. Um, But, bottom line is I guess he was a friend of Owen, and Owen, I mean, and now he called out Owen and said, hey man, I'm concerned about this whole uh, moon landing thing that you're on about. And uh, Owen, just like everyone else, just like he's done to everyone else, went on his stream and basically crucified uh, Tripoli and sent the bears after Tripoli. 
So, uh, what I'm about to play for you is a clip from, uh, Sam Tripoli's stream expressing concern for Owen. And then, following that is going to be Owen's response. So, I'll... I'll stop and comment where I feel necessary, as always. And, um... I'll play both these in these clips. So, next clip, we will roll that and go. So, I want to end on something right here, okay? I want to say something to everybody here in the camera. I want to talk about Owen Benjamin real quick, okay? Owen Benjamin has been, uh, been, Attacking me on, uh, also, there's a video. I don't even know if it's his. You know, Owen Benjamin destroys Sam Tripoli. Now, I didn't watch the video because I don't watch any of that shit. I don't need that in my life. But I've been told it wasn't as bad as the title makes it seem. And actually, within there, Owen Benjamin says to me, says he would like to become friends again. I, I, I want to say something, Owen, and, I, and you all, you bears, can run and go and tell anything you want to tell. Okay, but Owen, I'm getting hit up by people that are very nervous about what's going on right now. They're very scared about where you are mentally. They say it's signs of bad things to come. So what I would like to do, because I know you got my number, but it's not hard to find. I'd like to talk. I want you to call me up. The nerve on this guy to suggest that they have a phone call with each other. The absolute sheer nerve of Sam Tripoli to suggest that they actually have a conversation on the phone to try and sort out their problems. My God, what a concept. I'm serious. This is, this, this is actually going to be Owen's uh, reaction, as you'll see in one of the next clips. I want to talk about what's going on with you because this is not the dude I know. This is not the dude I knew for 15 years in L.A. I understand that you took a you did a, a you took a, a lane and you, you wanted to do this like Trump shit or Alex Jones stuff where you say outrageous stuff. But you ended up attacking all your friends and now you're painting yourself into a corner and people are fucking scared. So this guy on the videos is not the dude I know. I want to talk. I'm doing this. I want to talk. To the guy that I was friends with forever. That we did each other videos, our shows, and all of our stuff. Because everyone's really scared about where this is ending. So you can light me up all you want, dog. You can't. It doesn't matter to me. I block everybody. I don't need shit in my life. But if anybody wants you, anybody cares about Owen, have them get a hold of me. Don't email me. Don't do this. Don't text me. Call me the N-word and the F-word like you did last time. On my flip phone. Okay? Call me. Talk to me. When we had a problem, when you got mad because I wouldn't defend you saying the M-word, and that's not what I said. I said, owns on his own track. He can do whatever he wants. If he's going to say the M-word, I'm not going to defend him on that. Okay? Do you understand it? Like, Because I see that no different than Kathy Griffin holding up Donald Trump's head. It, you are doing something for a reaction. You got the and and Sam is absolutely right, ladies and gentlemen. Like Owen says that 
he says the N-word because it's harmless, right? He says that, like, he's doing it because he wants to take, like, the power away from that word. He claims it's a, a whole philosophical exercise, but folks, he knows it's an outrageous word. That's why he says that and faggot and all of those words. That's why he calls everyone gay now and wizards and all that. He, he does all that for reactions. He knows that that's why, that that's how people perceive him. So, Sam's not wrong here, so far. Reaction. Alright? So you can do whatever you want. And that's what I said from the start, Owen. You can do whatever you want. But people are getting nervous. So I'm not happy that you're going after my friends about sexualities. I'm not happy that you're going after my friends about looks. People you who loved you and you loved and worked with. Okay? Joe Rogan. But because of the, the dude I knew back in the day from upstate New York, who's my friend who I love to put on shows, call me, dude. We can talk. Because I can't imagine what you're feeling right now. Because you paint yourself into a corner, and it's got to be fucking lonely. Because I do this little thing, and all I do is stick up for common sense, and I fight hypocrisy, and sometimes I think I've fucked myself. Because I'm never going to be on a TV show in this town. I really don't care anymore, because I'm blessed I, I got through to the other side. Okay? But I can't imagine what you're feeling. Yes, there's some guys in New York who still like it, and I get it. But man, all the people you came out with not being, why, why live that life? Why put that energy out? Our lives are too short to put out bad energy. Okay. Call me. Let's talk. You know what everybody loves, Owen? A fucking comeback story. A comeback story. Everybody likes a comeback story. They want to fucking see you come back to the old guy. It's going to take a lot of making amends. And you're going to have to go through it. But it's going to be a better place to be than this guy who's just shitting all over everybody, all of his peers. It's just, it's not a way to live life. This isn't boxing, man. This is a group's rise. You have to work with others. I learned that a long time ago. Watching my father, who I love to death, Burn every bridge in his fucking, in his real estate business. Not work with anybody. It doesn't work. You need friends in this world. And I'm not saying you don't have any, but there's no reason to be going after old friends who knew you back in the day. Well, Owen has a cult now, Sam. So, uh, you know, who needs friends when you have a couple of thousand people at your, uh, you know, at your disposal to do your, uh, every, uh, whim. Oh, did I say Colt? I meant friends. Yeah, he has friends who will help him out. You can do whatever you want with this thing, and people can cut this up however they want to. This is an old friend trying to help a new friend to reach out, because people are telling me they're worried about you. I haven't watched any of your videos. I don't know where you're at. Because I'm done with you. When you had your friends all attack me, your listeners all attack me, give me down votes on my video, say fucking mean things to me, i done. But because the guy I used to love, and who was an old friend of mine, 
And everybody's saying he's in bad places right now. And that's what they're saying to me, bud. Okay? Because if not, I would ignore you, dog. You're fucking Beetlejuice. Every time someone says your name, you show up and I got to deal with more shit. But because you're my old friend, I want to have a conversation. Because this can change. It's not who you are. So fucking get a hold of me. Call me. Let's talk. Let's start the process of getting on back to fucking being part of the community again. All right? So, guys, I appreciate you guys listening to me. I appreciate you guys doing this. I wanted to complete that episode. It was a little janky in the first part. I'm trying my best. So, so that was was Sam Tripoli's, I guess, attempt at reaching out to Owen is the best way I can put it. Doesn't, uh, that didn't sound that bad or that edgy or that wizard-like to me. That sounded like something that I would do if one of my friends were, uh, you know, out of control. I might not do it, you know, on, like, my YouTube channel unless it was, like, another podcaster that I know. But if a, if one of my close friends, uh, like Ryan, who's been on the show before, if he were acting like Owen, I would give him a call and say, hey, dude, we need to talk. We need to, you know, figure something out. That's what friends do with each other. Now, here's Owen's uh, response to... Uh, to Sam Tripoli. This is, uh... Oh, this is just... It's funny to watch, but not for the reasons Owen thinks it's funny to, to watch. Like, he's become... Whenever he gets angry at people like this, he becomes an ironic comedian. Sam, Sam Tripoli does a podcast called um, Tinfoil Hat. And he did some concern trolling about me yesterday, like a real big thing about it. And uh, people have said, oh, don't bring attention to it. He's just trying to get more listeners. Guys, I recently downloaded Mein Kampf. It's like, check out the sources. I- Wait, so, that, that okay, this is another thing. When I first watched this clip and I heard that, I'm like, what? What is Owen doing downloading Mind Confin now? This doesn't bode well, folks, considering what he said about Ben Shapiro. He claims that he doesn't need Jews, but he's gone on whole big rants about Ben Shapiro, you know, being bad and being horrible, and now he's downloading Mind Conf. Oh boy, Owen. Trust that the people in my life and the people that like me understand right, wrong, and can come to their own conclusions. Because when someone like Sam Tripoli says he's concerned about me, I'd like to talk about our lives and our differences and what I believe it means to make a, to be a man and why people actually will say these things. And they always want to have private conversations with me, but never public. Well... Okay, Owen, that first part of what you were saying about wanting uh, to have 
you know, a conversation and express things, that's all fine one Danny, and I think Sam wants the whole thing, but, but, but why do you want all your conversations with your friends public? Why? What, what is your new obsession with this, then? Well, here's his answer. Sam Tripoli, I want to like. I really do. He's a buffoon. He's funny to talk to because he sounds like, he's like, hey man, my name's Sam Tripoli. What's up, dude? You're from Corland. I'm from Corland, New York, dude. You're from Oswego. That's cool, man. Yeah, I, let's, uh, let's do comedy shows. Right? But it's funny how when the party ends, people without any morality or anything good in their life and who are basically just filthy, they start falling apart. And I've watched... Are you talking about yourself? Because uh, to me, it, it seems like you're talking about yourself now, Owen. Age, and I've watched selfish people age, and it's so bad. And when you see it, you see it as clear as day. There might as well be a skeleton. And when you don't, you just want to huddle up. You know, and the reason that these people won't have me on, the re I'll, I'll get to Joe Rogan, I'll get to Burt Kreischer. Sam oh Tripoli condemned me six months ago for, for the song That Nigger Stole My Bike. And he was like, hey, man, you know, I used to know Owen, but, like, that's one line you can't cross. So anyway, the government's hiding aliens. <clears throat> it's like, would you like to debate me on censorship? Why? Is the N word nigger and not necrophilia? Why is an N word oh necrophilia? My God. Imagine. Uh, this whole. Why is he so hung up on the N word? I get that he's a shot comic, but he can't understand why. The way he does it, he just throws it out for goof. Obviously, people are not going. He doesn't fit it into a joke. He he just does it for a, to piss off as many people as he can. Uh, Rob, sometimes I think he's just the same guy selling, uh, selling a selling a community to crazies. So, Rob, you're basically saying that this whole thing is a is like that he's playing one giant con. con? You know, I've I've thought of that myself, dude. I've I've got to be honest. This whole entire bear thing could be a bit. It could be one great big twisted bit that he's doing to get money, just like uh, Joel Osteen, just like, uh, just like uh, Jim and uh, Tammy Faye Baker. Believe me, the, the, the thought has crossed my mind more than once, but I, even if that was the beginning, even if this was a practical joke to, to begin with, I think, even if he even if he started this whole thing out as a scam, Rob, there's no doubt in my mind that he's become mentally affected by this. Either that or he's a brilliant actor, one of the two. Even so, I mean, 
Heath Ledger went crazy, legit crazy, playing the Joker. And Owen is getting into Heath Ledger levels of craziness with, uh, you know, my friends are to get me and the moon landing was fake and everything. victim of necrophilia right i can argue these points all day long that's why they concern troll me because it works on dumb women like beyond they're like i heard sam it didn't even sound bad he's like worried about you i'm like why do you people get to vote and i'll talk about that too about do i actually think women shouldn't be allowed to vote i'll explain all of it i'll hit oh boy oh boy yeah and so here he is six, six months ago. Gee, uh, yo, I, I don't know why people think I'm alt-right. Dur, dur, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not alt-right. Hey, guys, I'm not alt-right. Big Bear. I, I'm, women shouldn't be allowed to vote, but I'm totally not sexist and I'm totally not racist. Nigger, 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 and I'm totally not alt right. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're not. Big questions people ask about me. It's a way to demean someone without having the balls to even take a shot because they can't win one goddamn argument. What would you like to talk about, Sam? Socialism? You left his pussy? You don't trust the government, but you want to give all your money to the government and have universal health care. Okay. What else do you want to debate? I'm going to ask you, what do you think about abortion? This is the whole reason why Joe Rogan probably never had me on again. is because when he brought that crackhead on, who just was like, I love abortion. I'll kill babies all day. And I'm like, no, no, no. Okay. Joe hasn't said the reason why he's brought you on, but I'm assuming the reason why he hasn't brought you on uh, is because you keep calling him a thumb and a dumbass and a faggot and whatnot. It has nothing to do with abortion or, you know, marijuana or, or whatever. Maybe it's because, oh, and you, you pissed Rogan off. You know, maybe maybe the reason why all these comics are turning on you is because you just keep crabbing on them. And then you wonder, why won't these guys want me to do, why don't these guys want me on their podcasts anymore? You claim to have a 147 IQ, but the fact that you're mystified about why people don't want you around anymore is mystifying to me in and of itself. And I have an average IQ. Really? Like, I just was reacting like, this is, this is crazy. And one ounce of truth in a room full of that crazy, like, demonic shit is terrifying to liars. So Sam Tripoli can't ever face me. That's why they always go, we should talk on the phone. Have you thought about calling him? I used to fall for that trick. I fell for it with Joe Rogan because I didn't understand liars to that level yet i understand wizardry but like i couldn't imagine a man uh this uh, 
wizardry. I'm so sick of that word. Of hearing wizards from Owen and and wizardry. It's it's his buzzword. It's... Wizardry for him is the same way that leftists use the word Nazi. Okay? Or racist. Like, it's... It's the one buzzword that encompasses, like, all the evil, right? So to the left, so to the left, like, I'm a Nazi, I'm a racist, and that's evil. To Owen, anyone who disagrees with him is a wizard. I'm a wizard. I I should have done the you're a, you're a wizard now, Harry. I, I should have put that in the sound cue. I, I only put the Big Lebowski clips in tonight, but... Uh, I might I might have to add some Harry Potter uh, sound bites into this before this uh, whole own saga is done. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Lots of mileage from Wizardry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get the I get the the charge of witchcraft. Yeah. I mean, I I get that, but still, I mean, is it not his equivalent of Nazi? It's Talking to another man on the phone and saying a bunch of stuff and not meaning. Oh, also, again, maybe people don't want to air out all their dirty laundry on air. Like maybe what's reaching out to you, but maybe maybe private phone conversations. Uh, maybe you're more vulnerable on the phone. Maybe you could, maybe the reason why you don't want to have a phone conversation, Owen, is because you can't put on a big show in front of your, uh, you know, cult. You can't act like a big tough guy in front of your audience. Yeah. Oh, Jolly, you, uh, you lovable SOB. I was gonna, yep. I've, I, you'll, you'll, you'll hear that in a bit. I really do. He's a buffoon. He's funny to talk to because he sounds like, it's like, would you like to debate me on censorship? Why is the N word nigger and not, why do people get to vote? And I'll talk about that too, about crazy, like demonic shit. It's terrifying to liars. So Sam Tripoli can't ever face me. That's why they always go, we should talk on the phone. Have you thought about calling him? I used to fall for that trick. I fell for it with Joe Rogan because I didn't understand liars to that level yet. I understand wizardry. But like, I couldn't imagine a man talking to another man on the phone and saying a bunch of stuff and not meaning anything or doing any of it. Like, I really thought we like made amends in certain ways and there was a big misunderstanding and all this shit. And he was just saying anything he could. To get me to like him and to stop making fun of him. So the private call isn't happening with any of these people. I will do Rogan. I'll do Burt Kreischer. I'll do any of these podcasts. I'm dying to. People will be like, well, you won't even debate Jordan Peterson. I would do it. I could be right in the middle of making love to my beautiful wife. And I would stop. And the jizz would hurt my balls. And she would be like, baby, you know, I need more of that sweet body. And I'd be like, you stop it. You wait for it. You sit there. I have to debate Jordan Peterson in front of people and just fucking humiliate him. They won't debate me. I'd. Lo- 
So Owen pretty much proved my point that the only reason why he wants to uh, have these in public is so that he can act like a tough guy to his audience. And also, um, I'm sorry, but why would you ever, like, stop having sex with your wife midway just so you can go debate some guy? on the internet, that's... Am I the only one that finds that a little weird? Like, I know that there's a whole bunch of stuff that's weird about Owen now, but that in particular, like... Nah, I, I don't... Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's weird. That's weird, and it's sad, and, yeah. In the eyes of Joe Rogan, Sam Tripoli, Burke Reich, and say, do you guys believe in abortion? If n and if so, why? Because the truth is a motherfucker. These men haven't even thought about it, guys. They want to just keep drugging and fucking and snorting and just having people worship them, I'd look in their eyes and say, why do you think abortion's okay? Why? Is it when, the, when the, the, the heart starts beating? When they feel pain? When they can survive outside a womb? And I would say this on a podcast to these people. And they would say, uh, I mean, you know, but we're worried about you. And I'd be like, you let them kill millions of babies. Okay, how is Joe Rogan and Burt Kreischer and all these comedians, how are they responsible for abortion? Okay, like, I don't think Rogan is a, a, lef, a lefty. I, I, I honestly don't know his stances on abortion. I don't know Bert's. I don't even know if it's something they, they, that they would bring up. Because it is a controversial to topic. You know, for the record, I am pro-life. But I'm saying that's a little bit of a weird thing to, uh, you know, bring up on a comedy podcast. You know, so, so what's your new comedy special about? What do you guys think of, uh, about abortion? Like, mm, that's just, yeah. Again, this guy is losing his marbles. Or he's acting. I'm not saying to go into a place and do anything, but you can't even verbally back a baby? And you're worried about me? And you think you're a man? Admit Joe Rogan's five foot six. Admit Bert Kreischer is on. Again, what is this? Ah, that's a great still shot of him. That is a great. If someone wants to screen cap that and, yeah, and tweet it to me. That would be awesome. That's perfect. What is his obsession with uh, height? Uh, I mean, I, I get he, I get it. We get it, dude. You're a freakishly tall dude. We get it. We and we get that it feeds your superiority complex. But my God. 
This is this is middle school stuff too. By the way, this is oh oh I'm taller than you. I'm I'm six foot, and you're only five. And, uh, you're only five, and yeah. This guy uh, alternates between scary cult-like, you know, attributes and middle school humor. Anyway. Certainly a bisexual. You have two options. You can either lie and stay in Hollywood when they feel pain, when they can survive outside a womb. And I would say this on a podcast to these people. And they would say, uh, I mean, you know, but we're worried about you. And I'd be like, you let them kill millions of babies. I'm not saying to go into a place and do anything, but you can't even verbally back a baby. And you're worried about me. And you think you're a man. Admit Joe Rogan's five foot six. Admit Bert Kreischer is almost certainly a bisexual. You have two options. Okay. Bert Kreischer is a bisexual. Okay. You gonna are you gonna back that up, Owen? Like are you gonna back that up? Like what evidence do you have that Bert Kreischer is bisexual? Obviously you're not going to because you're playing to your co audience. This is the type of stuff that people get sued for. Sued for, by the way. These these baseless claims. And he's a, he's a public figure, too. A well-known public figure. I'm criticizing him based on what I'm, I'm seeing. You can either lie and stay in Hollywood or tell the truth and get kicked out. Joe Rogan is a munchkin man. Abortion's wrong. Bert Kreischer loves cocks. And you're worried about me, Sam? You're pathetic. You're on a podcast about conspiracy theories. And you're pro-big government. You think questioning the moon landing is, is stupid or something and that I can't say nigger? And then you're worried about me. Sam Tripoli. Okay. Now, let me explain something. Uh, again, I don't know much about Sam Tripoli's comedy or his podcast or whatever, but I will tell you that there is now a genre of podcasts out there. I'm subscribed to one of them. One of the podcasts uh, on Anchor, Anchor's the host that hosts the uh, audio version of the podcast. So shout out to Anchor. Uh, you can support my show over there, by the way. Anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report. Um, but anyway, that's my audio platform. One of the other podcasts on Anchor is one called the Scapegoats Podcast. I've only listened to one episode so far, but, but, it, but it's hilarious. And it's a parody podcast of conspiracy theor theories. It parodies all of these different conspiracy theories. So, I don't know what um, Sam Tripoli is doing, but, but I'm assuming that that's what he's 
doing maybe these conspiracy theory parody uh, podcasts. I'll have to check it out. Now, now Owen's got me curious. And who knows? It could be a real one. I I, I don't know. Um, it's his podcast, Owen, though. Why, why do you care? Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna play the rest of this clip. I, I think you get my point. Owen, Owen's just making himself out to be a, a, a buffoon. Now on to back to Eric Nimmer and to this whole Chuck Boris saga. Like I said at the very beginning of this show, before a lot of you came in, I've had Locomotive Breath, a.k.a. Chuck Boris, on my podcast, slash stream. Not once, but twice to talk about music. I'm, I'm willing to have Chuck on again uh, for a third time. If he wants to talk about this, Chuck has an open invitation invitation to come on this podcast whenever he wants, as does John Neary. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to mention the other people who have open invites, uh, on air, but they knew, they know who they are. Chuck, Chuck's a good guy. And what he's done with this whole stolen dollar thing with Investigator Nimmer, I think is honorable. And trying to find the truth is honorable. So, now Nimmer is getting nervous, ladies and gentlemen. Eric Nimmer is getting extremely nervous about all of this. He wrote a uh, an open letter. By the way, he, Nimmer has shut down all his uh, social media accounts other than YouTube. He just, uh, earlier, I guess last night, posted a, uh, a what, this uh, open letter on his YouTube channel which uh, I'll read aloud. So, uh, this is a letter written by Eric Nimmer. This was published 11 hours ago. Now, keep in mind, it's Thursday, almost 4 a.m. here uh, on the East Coast. Thanks for staying up with me, by the way. Um, anyway, this is Nimmer's whole response to his whole claims of stolen valor. Hello. I know in recent weeks there have been rumors about me about me circulating and I personally chose not to engage. As many of you know, I tend to take time time off, ETC when things rise, or if I'm not feeling well. And this latest round has been exponentially worse in scope and involvement. Uh, I guess never has cancer or so he says, um, which is not to say it is unearned, 
it is what it is, and as an adult, I have to wear that. Why I said in the past that I never wanted to stand on anything but my own joke slash writing, I did sit idly by and let, and let falsehood and exaggerations go uncorrected. There's no excuse for that, and so, and that's so on me. Things that started out as bits ended up being spun into some crazed for, folklore that I don't even under, fully understand. Point being, I'm not some Jamal Wick, Chris Kyle assassin, Navy SEAL, and honestly didn't think people took that to heart until I saw a recent post. Dude, you went on Crowder and went on that on this whole thing how you were a badass Navy SEAL. You went on multiple streams saying that you had 23 confirmed kills and then 27. You held this thing over uh, Neary's face, over Neary's head, and said that you, you said that you were, that you were like a, a, a domesticated psychopath, or something like that. So, now you're acting all modest and humble? Uh, anyway. I'm usually the first to speak out, to speak to my limitations, not in my experience, bud. Uh, but I guess that wasn't the case, and for that I apologize to all that have been dragged into this. I'm not writing this to elicit any specific reaction, and but for but for the sake of those that are perfectly willing to take blows on my behalf, I personally don't care what people think, and know that this is a bottomless pit in regard to having to stop everything to defend oneself constantly. Oh, you mean like, uh, John had, you mean like, uh, Neary, how Neary had to, uh, constantly defend himself when you accused him of, uh, racism? And whatnot, even though he's married to a, uh, to an Afri to an actual African wife? Like that? I personally don't care what people think and know that this is violence pit in regard to having to stop everything to defend oneself constantly. I'm just a guy that, that enjoys telling jokes and that's what matters to me above all else. With that said, I believe people are unfairly going after my friends and colleagues. None of this should be on them. I know who I am and so do those that have these discussions with me. As for my future, I was planning on taking a step to recover, back to recover regardless of this controversy. Another reason for going private and muting everything. It was taking a monstrous toll on my mental health. I am deeply sorry for my own shortcomings and misgivings, and I have nothing to offer up but remorse. Because remaining silent as for now, I'm just going to fall back and recover. I appreciate all of it. Yada yada. Well, I mean, dude, your boss, and let's just call him that because that's what he is, clearly. Owen's your boss. Owen accused people of trying to poison his kids, buddy. That's, imagine what that does to your mental health. Owen accused people of uh, 
poisoning his kids without any evidence. And yet Nimmer's the one with, uh, you know, who's under mental duress. So, uh, basically, Chuck has, Nimmer's nervous because Chuck has exposed uh, the fact that he got de-enlisted in, in the uh, Marines. And uh, if any of you are curious, go out and check and check out Chuck's videos on these. Uh, YouTube.com slash LSCMBreath4 or just type in Locomotive Breath in the YouTube search. But uh, anyway, Nimmer... To Nimmer and Owen both, you, uh, you accused the DZ of some pretty heinous things. You've tried shutting down anyone who, uh, disagrees with you or even questions you guys. So, um, you know, my sympathy personally for you guys is, is waning. And, uh, I think Walter Sobchak, I think Walter Sobchak said it best. You see what happens? You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens? This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass, Larry! This is what happens, Larry! You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? This is what happens. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Ah, uh, that is one of the greatest uh, lines ever in a movie. The, the big Lebowski, for those who don't know, folks, I, I realize a lot of you are new to the channel, but The Big Lebowski, such a great movie. It's it's my all-time favorite uh, comedy movie, I, I think. I, I mean, I've, I've loved it since I was a teenager. I wrote about it in high school. It's, it's, a, it's a great movie, and I... I I saw that in the soundboard queue, and I, I knew I had to play it. In fact, uh, it, it's not... I might have to send this to Chuck. After, uh, because this one is for uh, Carlos Danger and whatnot, too. Because, uh, you know, Owen's messed, Owen's messed with the DZ, so, uh, you know, this will be Owen's car after... Uh, after we're done exposing them. You see what happens? You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens? This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass, Larry! This is what happens, Larry! You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? This is what happens! You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass? 
that that was also uh, audio of Donald Trump today when he was uh, taking Nancy Pelosi's private jet away. That was that was audio of the president. Um, anyway, though, in all seriousness, folks, uh, just be good to one another. And like I said, I would advise you guys check out uh, what uh, Chuck has said about this matter. In fact, before we go, I, I do want to play, uh, I actually, I know I'm keeping you guys along, but I, I do want to play uh, this one clip of Chuck's on the Stolen Bell Project because a lot of people, I guess, have been questioning him about what the Stolen Bell Project is, and this, uh, this clip of his hasn't gotten too many uh, plays so far. So, uh, this is Chuck clarifying some things about the uh, Stolen Bell Project, which I will now uh, play. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I'll play some of it for you guys. This is Chuck talking about what the Fake Warrior Project is. I better put my drink. Okay, uh, I just wanted to, this is just going to be really, really, really quick. I, I really don't care if anybody tunes in, you, you could watch it later. I just wanted to clarify something because, once again, somebody had told me that the Fake Warrior Project is a scam. And today it dawned on me, they probably thought I said Wounded Warrior Project. Now, the Wounded Warrior Project is a scam. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Fake Warrior Project. The Wounded Warrior Project is a completely different group of people who have nothing to do with the guys I was working with. I wanted to make that very, very, very clear. Fake Warrior Project also runs the POW Network, which is just um, the POW Network. All that is, is it's a group of POWs to keep in touch with each other. They do that, and they do the Fake Warrior Project. The Fake Warrior Project does nothing other than expose cases of stolen valor. They don't do anything else. They don't claim to give money to vets. That's not what they do. Now, that's the issue with the Wounded Warrior Project. The Wounded Warrior Project says that they're donating uh, money to vets. That's not what the Wounded Warrior Project does. Most of that money goes right in their pockets. That's not who I'm talking about. This is not the Wounded Warrior Project. The Wounded Warrior Project does not verify claims of stolen valor. That's not what they do. It's a completely different thing. I want to make that very clear. Fake Warrior Project, completely different from the Wounded Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project is a scam. Fake Warrior Project is real. It's a non-profit organization. They will do research for you for free. You don't have to give them a penny and they will get you the information that you need and request. So these people that I've been saying, you can can go and pay $10 out of your own pocket and file the Freedom of Information Act request to yourself. But a lot of these websites will do it for you for free. Uh, Fake Warrior would have done it for me for free. But right after I got involved and started talking about it, she started saying how, you know, the website's aging, we don't really have the crew we used to have. Um... And she had mentioned that it costs money to file. I didn't ask her how much. I just sent her money. 
assuming, just thinking, well, it's worth what it was the way I looked at it is what is it worth to me? I gave $50 at the time, which was half of the money I had in my bank account. I don't know if Porcelain's going to show my email correspondence between me and Mary, but you'll see that I said in the email, I sent you, I think I might have blotted at the time the, uh, the how much I donated out of there, but I said I gave you 50 bucks. that's half of what I have in the bank right now. So I paid $50.00. Because it was going to a good cause. You don't have to do that. I was so willing to prove this, I was willing to pay you guys to do this. That's how much I want to prove this, alright? I'm sincere. I'm honest. Don't take my word for it. Do the research yourself, okay? This is going to be a continuous, continuous thing for a long time. I know that it is until somebody who somebody is able to verify this and comes out and says it. Now, I still have a little bit of hope at the Crowder camp. We'll come out and set and disavow Eric Nimmer. They know. I know that they put through the uh, the request themselves. If they didn't, that's what they told me. So either they lied and didn't do it. But either way, they have the information that I have. They know what I know. So. Um, there still is hope that perhaps Stephen Crowder will disavow. Now, if that happens, now that he has got no obligation to Owen Benjamin anymore, it's even more of a possibility he'll do that, because now they don't really have anything to lose. Steven Crowder's not writing with Owen anymore. So I'm hoping that there still is hope, and that perhaps Steven Crowder will do the right thing and tell us what I know and what I know he knows, and his whole crew knows about Eric Nimmer. And what's very funny is I sent the emails out to everybody right before Eric Nimmer went on Steven Crowder's show. I didn't get a response back from anybody besides Soundguy Edward. Soundguy Edward, I believe I had told right before. Okay, so bottom line... Um... I, like I said, I didn't want to buy the whole eight-minute video of Chuck, but he is clarifying here that the stolen Bell project is real. And it, it is a real organization. Chuck's, Chuck is not the one who has anything that he has to prove. All we want, if Nimmer's a real Marine, all Chuck wants is a... DD-214. A legit one. So, uh, with, with all that in mind, like I said, I, the, the reason why I'm in this, like I said at the very beginning of the stream, is I don't like the fact that Chuck is uh, being accused of some weird of I don't like the fact that Chuck is being accused of wizardy I don't like the fact that Neary is being accused of being a, a racist by Nimmer that that's why I love the um, that's why I love the Bears 
one of the reasons. That and the whole Joe Ural uh, thing really pissed me off. Um, Owen, Owen's the wizard. Let me just say that in closing. And, uh, it looks like he's also doubling down and saying that even if Nimmer stole Valor, he would still stand by him. And yet the moon landing, but God forbid, the moon landing was real. That couldn't have happened. So anyway, folks, uh, look, like I said, I, I don't, I don't like getting bogged down into these internet turf wars, but Chuck's been a long time friend of the show now, and, uh, you know, I know, I know he hasn't been with me for all 11 years of my podcasting career, but he's been with me for a year and a half now, so he is a long time friend of the show. So is, uh, so is Neary, so are the other DZ members who I don't want to name. Um, for their sake, they, they've all supported me. The guys coming up from ROTC, some of them are trolls. I get that. A lot of them are, are, troll, are trolls. I, I get that I might not be their preferred format. I get that, but a lot of them are good too. So... I'm just here to uh, support my friends, and uh, listen, if if any of you bear, bears, if you want to continue watching my content or listening to my podcast because you like when I talk about Trump or whatever, feel free. I've never, I've never said that the bears can't listen to my podcast, purely as listeners. I've never said that. Come one, come all, I say. But I've got to call out hypocrisy on our side. Our side being the conservative movement. Um, when I see fit. By the way, I don't, I don't see Mr. Owen Benjamin as being conservative anymore, considering how he bans anyone who disagrees with him. Um. And stabbing Ben Shapiro in the back the way he did, too. <coughs> that's a... That's a big no-no. But, uh... Anyway, folks, I don't have anything uh, more to say on this matter. I think this, this is the longest uh, Thursday edition of the show that I've done. And apologies for the late hour late slash early hour. But I just felt like I had to come out and, you know, say that I felt Chuck is a is a good guy and lay out my reasoning and uh, also, you know, critiquing on the whole Sam Triple A thing too, because that was nonsense as well. Anyway folks, I'll be back uh Saturday evening, eight thirty PM uh Eastern Standard Time. For uh, the Saturday show, I'll be covering the uh, that whole 
mega kid smirk uh, thing. We'll be getting into that and some other newsworthy topics. Maybe we'll take calls again. I don't know. Uh, I know people like to troll the call line. I'm actually hoping for real, legitimate conversations and not just trolls. So if I do do the phone line, come with serious topics this time. Anyway, folks, uh, that's the new, that's the show, and uh, as Dennis Miller used to say, that's the news, and I am out of here, folks. Good night, God bless, and God save this great nation. I'll see you uh, Saturday evening for the Saturday show. Until then, uh, sit tight, ladies and gentlemen. Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show you can head over to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page if you can support the podcast I really really appreciate that Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated, even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast. I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode.